Hello and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to, well, everything Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Kroll, and this is episode number eight of the Imagineer Podcast. In today's podcast episode, I am bringing on to the show with me three friends who I met on the Disney College Program and through the Disney Professional Internship Program, and those friends are Bethany, Chris, and Brittany, in the order that I met them over the course of the years I did work at Disney. And it is no secret to many of you listeners out there that I am a former cast member of the Walt Disney Company and started out as a college program participant at Kilimanjaro Safaris back in 2007. Uh, Throughout the years, I was also a campus representative going back to my school to promote the Disney College program to my peers, to other college students on my college campus. Uh, I was also a seasonal cast member and uh, ended my tenure with Disney as a uh, an intern on the Disney Professional Internship Program, working as a marketing strategist for Disney Vacation Club. And throughout all those experiences, I gained a lot of professional development skills and, of course, had an amazing time as a cast member. It was one of the most amazing experiences an, an absolute dream come true. And as you'll hear in today's episode, uh, Beth, Brittany, Chris, they all feel exactly the same way. I'll then come back at the end of the show after you hear all of our thoughts on working for the Walt Disney Company. I'll share a little bit more about how you can help to create and inspire the future of this show and how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on all those social media platforms. So, without further ado, grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this week's episode of the Imagineer Podcast. So one of the things that I know that I've talked about on the show a few times is the fact that at one point or another, I actually worked for Disney. And I wanted to come onto the show to talk a little bit more specifically about the things that I did. But so that I'm not really sitting here just talking about myself, I wanted to bring onto the show a few of the friends who I've met on the Disney College program and on the Disney Professional Internship Program. And I have, again, three friends on the show with me today, and we are going to talk all about the Disney College Program and the Disney Professional Internship Program and just what it's like to work for Disney in general. So I want to introduce them actually kind of one at a time and in the order that I ended up meeting them. And the first person that I met was actually... Bethany or Beth. And I met Beth on the Disney College program back in 2007. We worked together at Kilimanjaro Safaris. And so I want to say hello and welcome to Beth. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much. Um, You make me feel so old thinking that it's been 10 years ago already, but in so many ways, it just seems like yesterday. So really excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here too. It does feel like a a long time ago, but... um, at the same time, it feels like yesterday that we were yeah. on the college program together. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you here. 
And the second person I met who was technically in between the college program and the Disney Professional Internship Program was my now good friend, Chris, who I was seasonal at the time, and he was a friend of my cousin's, and I happened to meet him over at Tomorrowland. Um, But uh, Chris, when did you actually do the Disney College Program? What year was that? Uh, That was 2008. I did a uh, Fall Advantage Program. That's so great. it started in May of 2008. Awesome. That's exactly when Beth and I did the Disney College program Fall Advantage, but a year earlier. Um, nice, nice. Know, we just missed you by a year. If only the three of us were together, that would have been great. If only. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, for sure. Yeah, but I'm glad we had the opportunity to meet regardless. And the third Definitely. person who I met, and this is these are not the only three people I met, by the way. It sounds like I've uh, only gotten a small circle of, uh, of friends from Disney. But uh, the third person on the show who I met is my good friend, Brittany. And Brittany and I met when I was on the Disney Professional Internship Program in 2014. And uh, so I want to introduce Brittany. How are you, Brittany? I'm doing great. Very excited to be here. I am excited to have you here as well. Uh, And also, just like with Chris, it was a kind of, um, we almost didn't meet because you and I met only two weeks before our program ended. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but clearly meant to be because years later, here we are still talking Disney. Still talking Disney on a podcast together. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, and again, thank you all so much for coming on to the show. So I want to start by actually just hearing a little bit more about what you all did on the Disney College program when you did the Disney College program and, uh, you know, what your roles were. Um, If you could just talk a little bit about that. So Beth, I'll start with you. Um, When did you do the Disney College program and what did you end up doing? So I actually went down to the Disney College program right after I finished my undergraduate degree. So I'd already graduated and it was in that last window that you can take a take advantage of the college program right after you graduate. Um, so went down in May of 2007, I think like two or three weeks after graduation, moved into Chatham Apartments, dear old Chatham, and um, was fortunate enough to be assigned Kilimanjaro Safaris. And it's funny because I remember um, I went down a couple days early to play in the parks with my mom and typically like paid for park admissions, even though I was about to get it for free for nine months. But um, we went and played in parks. And as we're walking around, you know, it's that question of like, well, what do you think my role is going to be? I knew I was operations, but, you know, you're just wondering, like, could I be doing this in a week? Could I be wearing that costume in a week? You know, what could I be doing? Um, and the funny thing is, I remember thinking, you know, like all of these are like pretty good positions. These would all be great, you know, and, and all of them have at least some coverage or, or protection from the elements, you know, like I'll be in air conditioning. Everyone was warning me about Florida heat and humidity and I was like, oh, I'll be okay. Cause I'll get breaks. It'll be fine. Like this will be totally manageable. I'm from up North. So people were really worried about the Florida heat and humidity for me. Um, and then roll in through the assignments. Um, I think it was at Vista Way that we like went through this line outdoors and got our assignments and open up my envelope and there's Kilimanjaro Safari is probably the only attraction in all of Walt Disney World that you will never ever be in any type of coverage no matter what position or what you are doing. You are exposed to the elements. Um, but I was actually really thrilled because it's my mom's favorite attraction so she was just super giddy. Um, I love animals. I'd actually done a lot of my undergraduate study around 
um, Africa, South Africa, humanitarian rights. So like being in quote unquote Africa was kind of cool for me. Um, and then was really fortunate that my roommate that I had been paired with randomly during rooming assignments also got Kilimanjaro safaris. So um, that roommate and I were going to be together day and night, quite literally, um, for the rest of our college program. So it was, it ended up being just absolutely amazing. I couldn't imagine being on any other attraction or any other position in all the parks. I couldn't agree more. As someone who did Kilimanjaro Safaris as well, uh, it is definitely the best attraction to work for, uh, the best position to have on the Disney College program. I'm sure Beth and Chris are going to disagree with me, but um, at least I got you, Beth, to, uh, to agree with me on that. Um, actually, out of curiosity, Beth, uh, I know you said that you, uh, you know, when you applied for it, why did you end up uh, deciding to apply? Like, did you, how did you hear about it? What was your incentive or, or reason, motivation to apply to the Disney College program? Yeah, so I mean, I grew up just absolutely loving Disney, you know, being one of those Disney families who went down so often. Disney was a part of my blood. It is a part of my blood. Um, so I always loved Disney. I was that kid who, I think like back when I was like eight or nine, had this vision for this really cool Aladdin ride that I thought would just perfect in the Magic Kingdom, you know, wrote off the Imagineers with my ride idea. He didn't accept it. It was really sad, shockingly. But anyway, um, really loved Disney and always knew I wanted to work for them. I mean, I was the girl that in middle school and high school, when everyone's getting like their second and third and full fourth uh, ear piercings in their ear, I was like, no, 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 Disney look is just one piercing. Like, can't get an extra piercing because one day I'm going to work for that company. Like, I was that girl. So I always knew it was going to be in my future, or at least hoped it would be in my future. But didn't actually hear about the college program until my first semester at college. Um, I attended James Madison University in Virginia and quite honestly loved the university. But in my first semester was really pretty homesick. You know, that adjustment that I think every freshman goes through being, you know, six hours away from home, not knowing anyone, just was just really feeling really homesick. And I'm walking through the quad and I see this advertisement posted um, about the Disney college program and that they're coming to campus and there's this whole recruiting thing. And I just lit up and was so excited. I thought, Oh my God, this is amazing. You know, it's everything I've ever wanted in life. This is great. Went to the recruiting session that they had on campus. Just again, knew that this was right for me. Was so excited, thrilled beyond belief. Um, and knew that I was going to do this. The question was just like, what was the right time? Because like I said, I knew I was homesick, but I started to reflect and think like, well, I feel like I'm just trying to run away from something. And that's not really the best reason to go. Um, you know, again, I really love the university, but if I leave now, I'm going to miss that critical window of making those friends and making those relationships. And I might be at an even greater disadvantage when I come back sophomore year and I've missed out on this opportunity to like make my niche here at college. So I said, okay, now's not the time. And as each semester came around and I became more and more ingrained with um, my campus life and just being so in love with my college, it was making it harder and harder to leave. And so probably the end of sophomore year, beginning of junior year, I officially decided, okay, I'm going to do it right after graduation. That's when I'm going to go. Um, and it was great because it kind of took the pressure off the rest of my college career. I mean, I'd still like did amazing and super like nerdy. So that was never an issue. But whenever people would say like, well, what are you doing after college? It was always, well, I'm going to Disney. I'm doing Disney college program. That's what I'm doing. 
Um, it was absolutely no question, no doubt in my mind. And I was just always waiting, you know, like, when can I finally apply? When can I finally apply? And so when that uh, application date opened for Fall Advantage 2007, it was like, finally, I can do it. Um, um, and then applied and the rest is history. I never really had a concern or anything if I was going to be accepted. I just knew that it was, it was destiny and it had all been set. And so it was just waiting for that magical graduation date to roll around. That's awesome. And it's, it's funny because, um, as you said, people decide to do the college program at different times. And I ended up applying to the Disney college program when I was in my freshman year of college. I saw the same, same. Yeah, I remember. I remember you being the baby. I was (laughs) the baby. Everybody called me the baby. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I, I did start actually right at the end of my freshman year in college, but it was the same thing. I didn't even know that it existed. Always knew that I wanted to work for Disney and came across this ad my freshman year in college and a friend of mine who was a little older than I was told me about it as well and that she did it and I said well that's obviously something that I got to do as well and so yeah I did this college program freshman year uh, and then ended up staying seasonal and I was in at the uh, in between when I was in college a campus rep trying to talk other students into (laughs) doing the Disney college program too and then that's uh, the one thing I wish I could have gotten to do, but since I'd already graduated, I didn't get to be a rep. But I did it my own ways with some other folks exactly. that I met throughout the years, even unofficially. Yeah, exactly, in an unofficial capacity. Um, and then it wasn't until the uh, my MBA program that I ended up doing the Disney Professional Internship Program, which was a whole other story. And um, that actually brings me to uh, Chris. I'm going to skip over you because ladies first. Uh, I'm going to go to Brittany. Sure. Um, so Brittany, I'm curious to know, uh, how did you hear about the Disney college program? Uh, was it something you already knew about? Did you hear about it on campus like Beth and I did? And what made you decide to apply to, uh, the Disney college program and then the Disney professional internship? Absolutely. Well, Beth, you and I are very similar in the way that we just grew up loving Disney. So I, like you, Matt, just always knew I wanted to work for the company, but didn't realize that this type of an opportunity existed. And a friend of mine that I was working with back in high school just radiated Disney even more than I did and told me about the Disney College program. And I went home, started Googling it, and I spent the next three years of my life Googling videos of how to apply for the Disney College program and listening to great programs like this that provided really great insight for for the application process and what to look forward to in the program. So there was never a doubt for me that I was going to to do that. And I took extra classes, AP classes is what we called them in high school, in preparation for taking a semester off to be able to do the Disney College program. And I was kind of in the middle of you two. I did my college program my junior year. It was fall of 2012, I think, 2012, 2013, I think 2012. Oh gosh, yeah, somewhere in there. And it was an amazing experience. I wanted attractions. I was so jealous of you people that got to do uh, an attraction like Kilimanjaro Safaris. It was amazing. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Matt. Um, But I wanted to work for Disney so bad that I was willing to do absolutely anything I ended up getting a quick service position and wasn't exactly sure what that meant. I had heard some things that, you know, you could get a 
a food cart in the middle of Magic Kingdom, or you could be working at Pinocchio's, or you could be working at a resort. So, I mean, the possibilities were endless. And fortunately enough, I, when I read that sheet of paper for where I was placed, I got Yacht and Beach Club. So I got a completely different experience than all of my friends that worked in the parks. And it turned out to be just the most amazing experience of my life. And while I was in the Disney College program, the biggest thing my biggest takeaway was participating in the classes that are available. I took a corporate communications and a corporate analysis class while I was there. And those courses and the teachers of those classes were just the most amazing growth experiences that I had during that program. They became great mentors to me and introduced me to all of the fantastic opportunities that the Disney professional internships program had available. So with some guidance from those teachers and from a lot of the research that I did, I applied to my first Disney professional internship during my college program. And I ended up getting one right after that college program. So I jumped from my CP directly to my professional internship. I worked with the communications team, which was a remarkable experience. I was so grateful for it. And to be able to do that while still in school, to really delve into corporate culture. I mean, I'm from Minnesota, so that type of corporate culture was completely foreign to me. And it was just remarkable. I really hit the ground running. And after I finished that internship, I went back to finish my degree in Minnesota and worked extra hard just because I wanted to get back to Disney. So I finished my degree. I got my bachelor's in communications. And as soon as I finished that, I jumped right back into a second professional internship with Disney with the public relations team. And again, just another amazing internship experience. I cannot stress enough the level of professionalism and experience in corporate culture gives you. And I mean, Disney is just one of the best. So I'm just very grateful for the experience. I still keep in touch with a lot of those people that I had the chance to work with and still constantly tap back into the skills that I learned during those experiences. And I'm sure Matt, you can speak to the same with your internship experiences just because they're, I mean, not to be over the top, but I mean, they really are life-changing experiences. They really are. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, you and I had a very similar paths. We're, we're sort of in the, the, the sibling disciplines of communications for you and marketing for myself. Uh, so yeah, getting my bachelor's degree in marketing and then my MBA in marketing, I knew that uh, doing a professional internship program at Disney was going to really add to that. And so having the chance to do marketing strategy for Disney Vacation Club was an amazing experience. And I really learned a lot that I've brought into my professional career now as a, as a, as a marketing manager. So I, I have to agree with you completely. Um, Chris, I know I've, I've had you sitting here silently while you've just been listening to Beth and Brittany, but uh, I wanted to know as well um, what your Disney journey was. And if, again, like when you applied for the program, did you hear about the Disney College program in college or something you already knew about? What made you decide to apply and what did you end up doing? Um, well, let me just go back and say I definitely agree that any Disney um, experience is even if you're going to the parks or whether you're working for the company is life changing for sure. It's um, it's pretty Thank incredible you. what these programs have done. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So this would have been, oh man, early 2008. I'm guessing, or would have been 
probably before Christmas that year, something like that. Um, my friend at a different, he went to a different college than me. He was like, Hey man, um, what are you doing? And I, ju- I had just gotten out of class and I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to go home and just, you know, study for tomorrow. And he's like, you know, you need to go to this meeting. And I was like, what's this meeting? And he's like, it's a Disney college program. And I was like, what is that? And he was like, well, it's this thing where you go down and you work at the parks and you make friends and you get to ride rides and the whole Disney experience and you get college credit for it. And I was like, yeah, right. And then so I went to the meeting (laughs) and they were, yeah, they played that. There was like some video that they played and they showed all the, (laughs) yeah. And they showed like all the ice cream and all like the different like foods. and, And I was just, I was like, this is perfect marketing. They have trapped me. I was like, they have me now. Uh, and so anyways, I went to the recruiter and it's kind of a funny story. I had long hair at the time and I was kind of in like some rock and roll phases, I guess. And I was like in between of like, I'm like, I don't know, do I want to cut my hair and do I want to skip school for like a year and a half or so? Um, and I'm like, ah, screw it. Let's do it. You know? And so, um, so I, cause I was eventually originally asked the recruiter, I was like, are there any possibilities for me to cut, like to keep my hair? And they're like, no, you could try for the character role, but I doubt that they'll let you keep your hair. And so that was kind of like, you know, the, like, I was like, ah, oh, all right, all right. I guess it's worth it, you know? And so, um, so I originally applied for the, um, well, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get to all the different um, choices, uh, but I ended up getting quick service food and beverage, uh, like Brittany, and um, and they they uh, scheduled me in Tomorrowland. Which, when I opened my packet and I saw that I was working in Tomorrowland, I just lit up. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because Tomorrowland has always been significant to me because of the future and you know the whole buck rogers thing and like ever since a kid i was a kid it just really meant a lot to me and um it really got me into the whole space exploration thing and you know i grew up a star wars geek and star trek and all that stuff so i was ecstatic when i found out i was working at uh tomorrowland and even though i was doing you know food food and beverage, which I was kind of iffy about when I first found out that I was working there. Um, but you know, eventually you, you know, you go down there and you realize I'm, I'm so glad that this happened. I'm so glad I, I didn't, you know, say, Oh no, I want to keep my hair. I want to, you know, keep doing going to school. And yeah, I mean, eventually returned to school, but, uh, but yeah, it ended up being a life changing experience and I'm so glad that I did it. It's definitely the theme, and I'm I'm glad that you decided to cut your hair for the position as well. <laughs> it's like, nah, I don't yeah, think I, I do too. this. I got to keep my hair the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I was really stubborn back then. So, <laughs> well, I, 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 yeah, it's I, it's it's a life changing experience. Cutting your hair could be as well, but it's, it's certainly <laughs> worth it. Um, so we're glad that you did. So now, thinking about what you know, you decide to apply for the program. You end up getting that acceptance letter, which I know for the three of us, uh, you know, is an amazing experience. Um, I remember opening my letter and I was like, 
I'm going to work for Disney. <laughs> and, um, you know, I didn't know at the time what the position was going to be, but I did know that I got attractions, which I was so excited for because, again, that was like my, my number one thing I wanted. I really wanted attractions, and uh, I was really happy to do that. Um, you know, you go down there, you move down there, you go through the whole check-in process, and you find out where you're going to work. And now you have to go to this thing called Traditions. And it's something that whether you're on the Disney College Program, the Disney Professional Internship Program, if you are a part-time, seasonal, full-time cast member working as a janitor, as a, an attractions cast member, as an HR professional, as an executive, is something that every Disney cast member has to go through. So I'm curious to know what it was like for you to go through that process, to go through check-in, and then to go through and, and you know, find out where you're going to live and, and traditions, what that experience was like for you. Brittany, do you remember that at all, what that was like? Not to be cheesy, but, I mean, it was a really magical experience. Sorry, guys. But it <laughs> well, was, it is. It's so it true. Really no is. need to apologize. Well, and if I remember it correctly, you start by, before you even get to take your traditions class, you... You get there, you uh, are in kind of getting introductions to what you're going to be doing. You get your packet, and in your packet, it has the information of where you're going to be living. So it's just this whirlwind of a day. You get to meet all of your roommates. You get to see where you're going to be living, and it's just amazing. And then you find out all you really have planned for those that first week is training and this traditions class. And... Everyone hears it's wonderful. There's a dress code for it. So you know it's got to be good. And it's at this wonderful place called Disney University over. And it's, it's just remarkable. And you're just, okay, I have no idea what to expect. And you go in there and it's better than anything you could have ever expected. For any childhood Disney fanatic, it is a dream come true. You get to learn about the company. You get to be excited about being a part of the legend, about being a part of the history. I mean, this company is more than just theme parks. It's the cornerstone of a lot of powerful family experiences and memories. And this traditions class just instills in you that pride of being a part of that. So it's just, honestly, you watch videos, you learn about the company. It's not very role specific, but it's, it's very much just pumping you up for the Disney experience you're going to have. I loved every second of it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, Beth, for you, what did, what did you love most about the whole traditions class? I, I had heard about traditions um, because I was so obsessed with the con company and I was just so excited and felt like I was getting this like inside scoop. Like I was finally knowing the inner workings of the company and, being indoctrinated and, you know, being really welcomed in, like, yes, I am here, like, it's officially happening. And I really just remember trying to tell myself constantly throughout the day, like, together, hold it together, because at every moment I wanted to cry with joy <laughs> emotion that, like, it was happening. It's like, you know, dreams come true and your dreams are coming true. And I'm just there going, my dream, you know, it's happening. Um, so that's what I remember the most is just sitting. All these people around you are also new. They're also in the college program. 
friends, Matt, you were in my session with me. I remember it. And just saying like, don't be a fool who can't keep it together through a corporate training. <laughs> yeah. It, I remember, th I remember that course as well, being there with you. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really, I mean, incredible experience and you're right. I mean, for anyone, and I know Brittany, you said this for anyone who's a Disney fan growing up, uh, which I think the three of us were, it's, uh, it's an amazing experience to be able to, uh, and it really, it's, it's the moment that it hits. You're like, you're, you're, you're actually now an officially a, a cast member for Disney. And it's, um, it's really, there are so many people who actually do end up crying. And I remember I've, I've been through traditions twice, um, cause my, my, uh, programs are separated and it's, you do like both times I saw people get emotional. People were like laughing and crying and it's, it's really an amazing experience. Um, Chris, for you, yeah. cause you actually, I remember had, like, Oh no, sorry. Go ahead, Beth. Like I remember leaving that session and taking the bus back to the apartments and the college program that they supplied for the college program kids and um, sitting there talking to people at that point, we had found like, go on similar attractions or in similar areas as us. And seeing Hugh Matt and Jason was there and we were talking about everything. And I remember just thinking to myself, I have, like, this is it. Like I have finally found my people who get it just like I get it. Like I love it. Like that was a really powerful moment for me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible to see so many people who, like you said, are, are really just as passionate as you are about Disney. Um, so Chris, you, I'm sure had the same traditions experience, but you had the pleasure of working at the magic kingdom. I still think working at animal kingdom is better, but, uh, yeah. I think a lot, no, of people, just <laughs> a lot of people really aspire to work at the magic kingdom. That's the iconic Walt Disney world park. Um, and it's, it, you know, by extension, uh, very much closely tied to Walt, of course, um, so what was it like for you to go beyond traditions and then begin to actually work at the Magic Kingdom? It was, oh man, I have no words. It was just so, um, surreal really. Um, you know, cause we so, ba so basically we did this traditions at Disney university and then, um, the next day they were like, okay, you're going to report to, um, basically a backstage area at Magic Kingdom. And it was really weird going, you know, from going as a child, you know, growing up, walking through, you know, the train station and then seeing the castle, you know, that was the grand entrance. And this was the first time I had entered the park through, you know, a back entrance and um, basically the employee entrance. And, um, and so it was just kind of weird to see it from that end, you know, from that aspect. And so they walked us through and next thing you know, we're on Main Street. We would walk through this back area and the next thing you know, we're on Main Street. And our tour guide, we had basically, we did like a tour of the Magic Kingdom um, to basically inter introduce us to everything from Main Street to all the lands to, um, you know, to the castle and uh, all the details entailing with the castle and, and everything. And um and so the minute you're standing there on Main Street and there are guests all around you because this is like right in the like the morning, right when they open and we're all dressed in um, business attire 
And um, in fact, I remember when uh, we were recently at Disney World and uh, we saw a group of uh, people dressed in business attire with name tags. We both turned to each other and we went traditions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But but yeah. And and I I remember back in September when we were there, I was like, I envy them so much because they don't understand what's about to happen to them, you know. And one of the things I liked most about traditions at the Magic Kingdom was that they told you all of these um, little facts, these, you know, that nobody really knew, at least I didn't know at the time, you know, for instance, I don't know if you knew, know this, but Main Street USA, the street itself is on a 3% incline as you go into the park, because Walt had this idea that, okay, people in the morning have a lot of energy. So they're, you know, they're walking fast and, you know, they're pumped up and they want to get to their favorite attraction. But then at the end of the day, after the fireworks, everybody's tired, everybody's groggy, you know, I want to go home kind of attitudes. So basically that 3% incline empties the park a lot faster than if it was just a straight 0% incline. So that's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's like you learn all these different facts about the park. You know, obviously, I know you guys know this probably that, you know, the the Imagineers, um, their names are up on the windows in Main Street USA for the credits and stuff like that. Um, so they teach you all these different little things. Um, and even even when it comes to like transportation, you know, like, oh, you know, the buses use like a biodiesel because Walt was a big fan of the environment. He was an environmentalist and um how most of Disney property is is sectioned off as just land that will never get developed because Disney had a had a green thumb, you know, and um, so so there was that aspect, and then there was the fun aspect where we got to walk through the castle, we got to walk through all the lands, and had this we had this great tour guide. This guy was great, telling us all the history of each land and. Um, and we actually got to ride uh, two rides, so technically got technically got paid to ride a ride, which was pretty cool. Uh, um, so one of them was a Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin, and then the other one was a Haunted Mansion. Nice. And, um, and yeah, it was absolutely yeah, not to sound cliche, but magical. Um, now I could keep going about the whole like working in Tomorrowland thing, but I'm not sure how much time you wanted me to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it'll be woven into some of your answers either way. So, um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's funny how, you know, you, you use that term again, magical uh, about working there and it is magical, but I also have to say that the difference with this animal kingdom was it was wild. It was really <laughs> in, uh, a wild experience. Um, and, yeah, it's for me to get cheesy. But, you know, Beth and I know that uh, we did to say every day that at Kilimanjaro Safaris, we go wild. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was it was built into our vernacular. So I think the, uh, you know, the experience at Magic Kingdom is so timeless. But uh, I think, you know, Beth would agree the experience at Animal Kingdom is is really different. It's, um, you know, for the first first thing, of course, there are. Uh, there's a difference in the backstage element, right? Because at, at Magic Kingdom, I'm sure there's an, there's a, an outdoor backstage, but there's also the utilidors. Uh, where at An- Disney's Animal Kingdom, just about everything is just outside. You enter, uh, you know, outside as well. And 
um, you know, we had a similar experience the first day going through training of taking that tour of Animal Kingdom, learning a, a lot about how it was built. Um, I don't think we rode any attractions that day besides Kilimanjaro Safaris. And, uh, I think we did either, no. yeah. yeah, I think we, I think that was the only ride we ended up riding that day. Um, but yeah, getting paid to ride Kilimanjaro sure. Safaris. Yeah. And it was, it was really, uh, and, and for us, I mean, I knew that in every position you have to learn a lot. Kilimanjaro Safaris, we had to learn so much in just five days. We had to learn how to drive the vehicles. Oh we had to learn the animal yeah. facts, the script. There was just a ton to learn. Um, which kind of brings me into my next question. And I remember thinking, like, how is it possible? <laughs> yeah, I know. You'd think, I remember the same thing. I'm like, I'm going to fail my assessment. I'm going to be sent home after my first week. Uh, but sure enough. There's a lot of that when you work there. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what you do. It's, it's amazing how, especially when you love Disney, you just want to do anything to, to keep working there. And it's, uh, yes. and, and there's such high expectations that you always, with good reason, you know, have to really put your best foot forward and, and be in your, be in your element. Um, but when it comes to learning, I mean, and obviously we learned a lot in training, right? We had to learn how to do the attractions or, or work in quick service locations, but, um, you know, I, I felt like there was a lot that I learned throughout the program as well in terms of professional development, in terms of uh, even, you know, great business practices. And as someone who was in business school, it was just invaluable to, to really be able to work in that environment. Um, Brittany, for you, because you've done a couple of programs now, what do you think are like the top three or so things that you learned from doing the Disney college program and, and was it the diff was it different with the Disney professional internship program? I think the biggest thing you learn is guest service. I mean, Disney has this exceptional level of guest service that is unmatched anywhere else in the world. And in comparison to other experiences where you expect great guest service. I mean, people save their entire lives to come for one week. So of course they're going to expect it to be absolutely perfect. And as we all know, nothing's perfect. So all we can do is do our best to make it as close to it as possible. And during my, during my college program, working in quick service, I had that opportunity to make some of those, as we call them, magical moments to really go above and beyond and make a guest day. And that approach to guest service and to business, and Matt, I'm sure you can contribute to this in marketing as well, but really being able to provide above and beyond what's expected, no matter if it's a project or if it's just the meal that they ordered at Disney World, um, just delivering it with this smile and a genuine sense of caring that they have a good day and that they're having a good trip. I mean, that's just that's just the human element of this amazing experience. So I think that's definitely number one for me. Um, otherwise, time management's a big thing. And I think it was different for me in the college program than it was in the internships. In the college program, I've had people who have had an awesome experience, and I'm so grateful that all of us had that. And I've had others who have had just an okay experience. And I think a big part of that is managing your time because you can let yourself be consumed by the job or you can let yourself 
do the job and do it well, but then make the most of the experience by spending time with all the awesome people that have that same passion with you outside of work and taking those classes and participating in the resume review sessions they have at the at the apartment complexes and doing those excursions and participating in like the softball leagues and stuff they have set up. So it's really finding that that work-life balance, even if you're just doing the college program and then moving that into the professional internships. The cool thing about doing a Disney professional internship is that it's an actual job. You're not just getting coffee and donuts. You are actually doing the job of a communications professional in my case, or for Matt as a marketing professional for the Walt Disney Company, they entrust you with so much and it can be easy to get completely swept into the job and become just like this, this corporate robot as you're trying to soak in everything and impress everyone. But at the end of the day, you really have to start le learning how to have that work-life balance. And especially as an intern, that's where you're starting your career. So it really helps you to set that precedent. And the Disney leaders are really great at noticing that. And I mean, you're living at Disney World, the coolest, most fun place you could possibly live. It's almost a crime to not be going to the parks after work and to try to be making the most of it. And probably the third thing that I learned through these experiences was building relationships. I know that Beth talked about when we were, when you go on the bus and you have this moment of, oh my gosh, I found my people. I mean, all of us have this same incredible passion for this company and want to succeed so much. And it's just, it's this surreal experience, but you have to be open to building those relationships and meeting people. It's easy to come and do a job and put this as a resume builder and then move on. But if you really want to make the most of your program, you build those relationships with people that last for years. And then you get to keep talking about it years later, like we're doing now, or you build those networking connections. Uh, even if it's just a manager in your area, Tomorrowland or for me, Yacht and Beach Club, I'm still connected with those leaders because they had an impact on me. And I'm still living in Orlando now, and I still am able to keep in touch with those people because those are connections that are just invaluable. So I feel like the relationship element of these programs is just immeasurable because you, you're in the ideal situation. You get to interact with people that have the same interest as you. And where else in the world can you do that? Like, you can at Disney World. Totally agree. And uh, again, as someone who also did, you know, Disney College Program and a Disney Professional Internship, I have to, you know, if I were to summarize it, the Disney College Program, you really learn how to become a professional. The Disney Professional Internship, you learn how to become an expert in, in your area. Yeah. Um, and as, you, know, you still build upon that professional development, upon that relationship, develop, relationship development skills, um, the communication skills. It's really uh, an amazing experience, and you learn a lot. Uh, Beth, for you, I mean, for if, if anyone came up to you and, and asked for advice on the Disney College Program on how to make the most out, out of it in terms of professional development, what would you recommend to them? I mean, I would really recommend the networking aspect. Um, I mean, yes, you want to make sure that you are enjoying your friends and enjoying the parks. And I totally agree with Brittany. It is all about that work-life balance. Um, but I think it's also realizing if you want to have a future with the company, the importance of the professional relationships that you're building with your leaders, with your managers, and networking uh, with other areas, depending upon where you want your career to go. Um, I would say that's something that I started to do too late in my program, just because I didn't realize early enough 
what that meant for the Walt Disney Company and how big of a part that played and um, the, the future routes that you could take and, and either sideways mobility or upway, upwards mobility. Um, and I wish I had just started that sooner. Um, I was actually going through a couple of old emails um, and that really all started for me maybe in like the last month or month and a half that I was there. And by then it was just too late. I just didn't focus on it early enough. Um, and so for people who are really serious about continuing after their college program or after their professional internship, I really think it's important to identify and know how the company works and that those relationships are so key in addition to having, you know, squeaky clean um, uh, status cards and, and um, having great times and, and great experiences and, and guest feedback. But it's also about those relationships that you build with the professionals around you. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I, I almost wish I would have done more of that. Uh, I, yeah, I feel like, th- yeah, there's, there's not, um, it, it's never, you're never doing too much of it un- unless you can't remember who you're talking to, <laughs> but, um, it, it's, it's always valuable to build those, those networking skills and to meet as many people as possible, whether you plan to work for Disney or not, you never know what connection will lead to, uh, you know, inevitably helping you in your career. Uh, Chris, and, yeah, go ahead. And I would say that those, my time at Disney still definitely helped with those future jobs. I mean, I know that job that I went to right after Disney, the sole reason I was hired, I was told directly, was that they saw Walt Disney World on my resume. They knew the quality of training that I went through and the level of customer service that I would needed to have supplied to be a successful employee of that company. And that was the skill that they were looking for in their hire. And so, you know, whether it was Disney or not, having those skills directly impacted the next job I went to and then therefore set me on the path and the different movements that I've made since then to get me to my career today. Yeah, um, it, it's so true. I mean, I was going to ask, Chris, do you do you think that uh, working for Disney has helped your career? And is, is it something that looks good in your resume? Um you know, have, have you had any specific experiences where that's even come up in an interview? Oh, absolutely. Uh, actually, I was going to um, continue what, what uh, Beth was talking about with um, with the interview processes and stuff. Um, there has been three jobs that I've gotten with ever since I worked at Disney um, that I got because the whole interview, we ended up talking about Disney the entire time. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I mean, we were, you know, one of the, one of the jobs was at a, at a radio station, you know, but we didn't really talk about, you know, FCC licensing and stuff like that. We talked more about, oh, hey, um, you worked at Disney. What was that like? Oh, my gosh. Did you have, did you have like Dole Whips every single day? And I was like, well, not every single day, but, you know, I tried. <laughs> Most days. And uh, Right. And um, seriously, we we would and and they would uh, in a sense, um, it's almost like they at least one interview I was having, um, they almost like they were testing you to see if you would kind of crack and be like, you know, oh, yeah, here's all the secrets about Disney. And um, so they would ask things, you know, like, oh, well. Doesn't it get hot in those costumes and stuff like that? And, you know, doesn't Mickey, you know, doesn't that, isn't that like a really hot costume? And I was like, well, you know, a three piece tuxedo can get pretty hot in Florida. So, and they're like, oh, so you're not going to tell me. And I was like, tell you what exactly, you know? And, um, and I, I don't know. I think they kind of saw that as, you know, okay, well, they're living up to, 
all of the um the the values that that Disney you know taught in them and you know maybe you know this this guy's probably trustable and you know we can uh, we can have him aboard so yeah it definitely um interviews have gone so amazing because of this job or because of that food service job at Disney I mean who would have thought you know yeah, I know. Who would have thought, right? I think for all of us, um, it's it's really. I, I I agree with what you're saying, Chris. It's um, you you really learn so much at Disney, and then there's this, uh, you know, feeling that a, a lot of other companies they they the bottom line is they really value that um the experiences that you've learned, and, and we talk about this idea of. Uh, you know, learning while you're on the Disney College program, uh, not just about Disney and the way it works, but the the professional development, um, or should I say, the professionalism, the communication skills, uh, the people skills. It's it's all uh, really yeah. valuable what you learn there. Absolutely, uh, the professionalism, um, because they they that was one of the things they would ask me about there. You know, they're like, you know, well, what what are the what are what you know when you work at a company? What is what are your goals? What are your and I would actually kind of go through the Disney basics, you know, a, a little bit, you know, stay in show and preserve the magic and stuff like that. But incorporate that same, you know, um, value system into the real world. And um, it's it really works. Uh, so we've been talking a lot about like all these skills that you've learned, which is there's I think that's the first thing that always comes to mind when you or if not the second thing that comes to mind. The first thing is, oh, my God, you work for Walt Disney World. Uh, but the second thing is that or you worked out Walt Disney World. But then the second thing is this idea of what you've learned, all the professional development, the communication skills, uh, you know, all, all the things that you learned while at Disney. But I, I also know that working for Disney is it's just it's a lot of fun. And it also has so many moments that are really rewarding that you wouldn't really think about um, unless you were in that role. So, um, you know, Brittany, again, you've, you've done a couple of programs. What for you was, we talk about magical moments with, uh, with guests or, or even just between cast members. Um, what for you was the most magical moment or the most magical memory of working for Disney? Oh my goodness. That's a difficult question because I have so many. Um, but I know you can answer it. <laughs> oh, I can. Okay. I'm going to pick one of my favorites. So I had the chance to work on the boardwalk. And for those who have experienced the boardwalk, it is this magical, wonderful little hidden gem of Disney world that if you haven't walked around it, it's amazing. So I would walk, stand on the boardwalk with a giant Mickey hand and just wave to guests for hours as they walked by or rode on one of those giant uh, six-person bike buggies. And there was this one day a bride and groom came by with their entire wedding party and were just so excited that this girl in a blue baseball cap was waving with, with a Mickey hand. So they had me come to the lighthouse on the boardwalk and be in all of their wedding photos. So I do not know these people and they have no idea who I am, but they could not have been more appreciative. I got big hugs from everyone in the wedding party and all I did was smile and wave. 
and it made their day special and my gosh, it made me happy. So that was kind of a fun moment. That's so funny. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, Beth, you've probably thought of this before, but uh, especially working at a major attraction like Kilimanjaro Safaris, even if we're not the ones being photographed or videoed, anyone who's taking a video is getting our voice. And I've always wondered yes. how many home videos am I in? Because oh my gosh, Matt. I have, <laughs> I have spent like hours, especially in those first several years after we left, like hours combing YouTube, trying to find my voice or like a friend's voice or something to see the safari on someone else's home movie. I, I don't even want to admit how much time I've spent trying to find it on YouTube. <laughs> it's amazing. Unsuccessfully, unfortunately. Yeah. I just, I just talk it up that we were, we were too early. YouTube in 2007, it was before the real digital age of smartphones and things, so. Yeah, it's true. There weren't that many videos posted to YouTube in 2007, so no. it didn't really happen. Uh, I, I, it's the same thing. I, I really haven't you know, found too many videos where I recognize the person who, uh, who's, who's on there, but what can you do? Um, yeah. For you, Beth, what was the, uh, the most magical moment that you had with a guest or, or uh, elsewhere? So... Obviously, I've had tons of magical moments just being a guest myself. Um, but as a cast member, I remember one day driving the truck from Departure 3, which for those who don't know, is um, the accessibility dock. So wheelchairs uh, can ride right into the truck and be strapped in. And so there isn't a need for anyone to transfer if they're unable to do so. And that dock can always be, and that truck that you ride can always be a little stressful. Uh, just stopping the truck can be challenging at times or loading people into the truck if you are the cast member uh, running that dock can also be stressful. Um, so it just provides a lot more challenges than uh, one of the standard departure trucks. And I remember one day um, a family was being loaded onto the truck and this little girl was not in a wheelchair, but actually a full-on bed. Um, it was a bed that they had been rolling around through the park. She was obviously extremely ill. Um, there is part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which is an amazing foundation, and the number of children that you interact with down there is just wonderful. Um, but they, they bring her on in the bed and strap her in. And I think to myself, my gosh, like this is an extremely bumpy attraction. We have a bridge, which at the time would quote unquote break and, and gets really rough for guests. And I'm thinking, man, like, how am I going to do this? I'm going to need to just avoid things wherever possible, go super slow. I'm going to make sure that I don't take the bridge, um, you know, make sure that the bridge isn't enabled and doesn't do the show that it normally does. And I was just really nervous. And we start on the path. I'm like, well, I'll see how it goes. And I take a bump or two and she just starts giggling. And I thought, okay, we're good. And so I, I did my absolute normal show, um, probably spruced stuff up a little bit too, but um, went through, hit all the potholes, probably tried to find a couple extra, took the bridge. And at the end of it, the mother came up to me and she just said, like, thank you so much. I have not seen her giggle with such joy in a really long time and it took everything within me not to just burst down to tears right there with the mom because that's not what she needed at the moment but 
to be able to have provided that amount of joy for that little girl and that family in those 20 minutes that they're on my safari is probably one of the stories that I hold most dear to my heart from that whole experience. And I know that there are probably a lot of other moments that there was joy created for people on my truck and guests I interacted with as with all cast members um, throughout their days at the park. But when a guest takes the time to come out and tell you that, um, and when you can really feel it a little bit more, it's just, it stays with you for a lifetime. It really does. I, first of all, you probably have all of us crying. Um, but I, I have a lot of those similar stories and we could probably dedicate, and maybe it's a future topic, We'll have to get the tissues ready. Uh, a whole, a whole topic about working with uh, Make a Wish children, uh, because I, I, yeah, I have, I have many of those stories as well. Um, for me, it's actually I wasn't even thinking of this before, but it just triggered my memory. I remember when we talk about making these memorable experiences for guests. I had a guest on my truck, um, which you know we have, you know Beth, we we would literally. Um, see and 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 put and you know drive on our trucks hundreds of guests every day if not more Mm -hmm. so you can never really remember who everybody is unless they have this you know profound impression like that that girl did that you mentioned but i remember i was just working one day at kilimanjaro safaris uh not on the truck i was actually you know at that at the time at that time of the day i was just working as the uh the greeter at the front of the attraction and best position yes <laughs> jumbo everybody <laughs> um so i had this mother and son walk up to me and they the mother came up to me and she's like she's like hey my my son recognizes you you were our uh driver on safaris uh on our last trip a, a few months ago um, my no son really way. wants to get a picture with you so I was like, talk about making a profound impact uh, or this child. And he was about four or five years old, recognized me uh, as his driver from uh, his last trip and was so excited to see me again and wanted to get a picture. Um, And for that, that moment made me realize what an impact we have on creating happiness, which is the whole mission of Disney. And it, Oh, it was just a, a really like we call a magical moment to me. I had more magical moments as cast member as, as a cast member than as a guest, um, and I've been a guest more than I've been a cast member. So that's really saying something. Um, but I, I remember that being a really amazing moment. Um, Chris, do you that's ha- just because you are an amazing safari driver. Hey, Matt. hey, let's <laughs> um, let's not let's not brag. <laughs> so, um, but thank you. Uh, Chris, did you, I mean, what's, what's the most, what stands out to you is the most magical moment that you had as a cast member? Oh man, I can't, I can't go after you guys. Those were like the best stories ever. I mean, come on. I'm sure you have magical (laughs) moments. (laughs) I, I, I do. I do. Um, so I actually had a, um, the friend that told me about the college program, he and I were, we actually, uh, were roommates. Um, and we, we went to we did the college program together. And um, he actually got a custodial position. And so um, so I visited him at work uh, one day. He was doing custodial at um, Pleasure Island, which was, you know, this is way dating, you know, 2008. So uh, Pleasure Island was still a thing. And um, 
And so I was, I was visiting one night and, um, he was like, he's like, dude, check this out. This is what my, uh, my manager taught me. And he starts painting. He has, he has a, um, he has the broom and pan and he has, the pan is filled with water. And then the broom had, um, like a, uh, rubber band to basically make like a, uh, like a paint brush kind of thing so he was dipping it in the water and they and i'm sure you've seen this um ever since then but yeah. um you see the mickeys you know out up on the on the uh on the concrete you know and giant mickeys you know and he taught me how to do it so one day um so i didn't just work in tomorrowland i worked in uh fantasyland and at that time toontown mickey's toontown fair and um so i was stationed in fantasyland um this would have been New Year's Eve. And uh, during the day, I mean, it was insanely packed. I mean, you could barely see anything in front of you. There's so many people. And um, I got a greeter uh, position that day. And so I was supposed to go out and just wave with the Mickey hand, you know, which is fun. And, you know, you interact with guests and stuff like that. But I was like, I'm going to do something a little more drastic here. So I went in the back, got the broom and pan and basically started painting Mickey's in the middle of Fantasyland. And next thing you know, there's more of a line and a crowd around me doing this than there was a line for Winnie the Pooh, which was right there. Wow. <laughs> and so I ran back inside and I got a couple of more um, uh, brooms and I made them into paintbrushes and I handed them to some of the kids that were, you know, they were like, can I paint? Can I paint? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So... So I was showing them how to paint and fill in the nose and fill in the mouth and the, the eyes and stuff like that. And it was just, I don't know, it was just amazing to see these kids interacting. Here it is, something that's not even an attraction. You know, it's almost like they bypassed all of the amazing attractions in Fantasyland. And they're just like, I just want to paint. This is fun, you know. And the, the parents were ecstatic because their kids weren't, you know, they weren't dragging them to a gift shop or something like that, you know. And so uh, and so I would say that would probably be one of the top magical moments when I work there. It's amazing how even the simplest things at Disney or else, you know, even elsewhere, but at Disney, the simplest things can really be the most entertaining. It's the moments where, uh, you know, a, a meet and greet with a character or a and it just a simple interaction with a cast member that is sometimes the most memorable moment more than the attractions themselves uh it's you know it's it's really amazing so it really is yeah so i i um you know i i think just based on how much i, I had so many questions i wanted to ask and i'm realizing that we're getting close to an hour of just talking about what we've learned and the magical moments that we've had and what the training was like and the, the process of applying for it. So it's making me realize that I think we need to have a part two of this podcast episode rather than making a two or three hour uh, podcast episode. But I do have a kind of lightning round uh, that I was, I was interested in asking you guys. So um, the first question I have in the lightning round is I know that you all and on Disney College program, you get picked as to where you end up. Disney Professional Internship Program, you apply to very specific roles, like Brittany and I applied to the positions that we ended up uh, working at um, on the Disney Professional Internship Program. At Disney College Program, you, you apply to areas like attractions or like working a quick service, and then you end up getting assigned to a location. But if the 
recruiter said, you know, Brittany, Chris, Beth, you could select any role at Disney. Um, that's within the Disney College program uh, roles. What would be your first pick, Brittany? What would be your first pick? Ooh, I'd have to say character attendant. My roommate in the college program was a character attendant. They're the ones in the parks that wear those awesome blue shirts, aka we called her a blueberry. And <laughs> that's awesome. They, she owned that title. She loved it. And I mean, you aren't an entertainment cast member, but you support the entertainment cast members and you get to be a part of that storytelling for a lot of the characters. And I just think it sounds like a fabulous role. So that'd be my number one. Amazing pick. Chris, what about you? Attractions. It was, um, it was actually on close to the top on my uh, list of, of roles. And um, the reason I'd want to do attractions is because I would want to be placed in just various attractions. I mean, I mean, let's just, you know, throw some out like Space Mountain. I mean, I would want to see Space Mountain lit up with the lights on. I'd never seen that before. I'd want to see the backstage like workings of the ride um, and the mechanics and all the engineering that went into it, you know, Um, and that because that stuff actually fascinates me the most about those parks. And, you you know, that already, Matt. I mean, we we agree on that. (laughs) Um, We talk about it often. (laughs) <laughs> we talk about it often for sure. So that, I would say definitely attractions just because of that. The the engineering aspect of it um, would just be fascinating to learn. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Uh, I was very happy where I ended up in attractions. Um, Beth, would you would you choose to do Kilimanjaro Safaris over again or would your first pick be someplace else? absolutely do safaris over again i have asked my myself that question so often where else would i go what else would i do and it's hard to imagine being anywhere but safaris but if i had to i think character attendant would be amazing because you would just have the opportunity to interact with guests so often if i had to do another attraction i think i'd love to do something like haunted mansion or pirates just because they have great costumes the hours wouldn't be so awesome when Magic Kingdom's open to like 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning. Holiday but I think weeks. the costumes, yeah, I think the costumes would make it a lot of fun. I would also kind of like to be in a hotel just to really change it up and see the other side of the park operations outside of the parks and um, work at the hotel front desk or guest relations somewhere in that capacity I think would be really interesting. It would. For me... I, I, I agree, Beth. I would totally do uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris again. It, it was it never got old. It was amazing working there. It's a very dynamic attraction. I mean, it changes. Literally, the animals roam. The guests are always different, and it's a very dynamic attraction. But if I had to switch, I would actually choose Tower of Terror. Um, I, would Ooh, love, I would love to work at that attraction. Um, it would be just it's way too much fun to wear that bellhop costume although probably not i know anyone's listening who work there it's like you do not want to wear that in the heat in the summer i have to agree but being inside uh, and and working at that attraction would have to be uh in my opinion amazing um second question in the lightning round and beth i'll start with you your favorite park to go to after work epcot i mean i think I love Magic Kingdom. It was great, but I feel like I always love going to Epcot just because 
how cool is it to think, what am I going to have for dinner? Oh, I'm going to go to China Quick Service or let's go eat in Morocco. I just loved that being my life. Um, so for me, it was definitely Epcot. Good choice. Brittany, what about you? Oh, Beth, you are 100% on point. That was my life <laughs> in the program. Um, I, since I worked at Yacht and Beach Club, it was just a quick walk over to International Gateway. So as soon as I was done with work every night, I would run over to Epcot. And France was the closest place. So most of my money went towards the French bakery, um, those great sandwiches. And it was just always a blast. And Illuminations never gets old. Yep, it's it's. I think I've seen it a hundred times, <laughs> and they were all on sure you have. the college program. I I, I have to. I, I think it's a hundred. Uh, Chris, what about you? Well, um, about three is a charm. Uh, Epcot for sure, um, probably because Epcot has it has a special place in my heart since um, as a child. My first memories ever, ever in life were on Spaceship Earth. I remember the neon lights. I remember the animatronics. And there's just something about that attraction that just hit me when I was two years old and sitting on my parents' lap. So um, Epcot for sure. Um, and because, well, actually, I never mentioned this, but I did work at Yacht and Beach Club as well. Um, I worked at Beaches and Cream there, a uh, second program that was an alumni program. And Epcot was the place to go after work. We would just, you know, we talk to you know talk to some of my friends at work oh you're getting off at five cool you want to head over to epcot sure so you know we'd go drink around the world or go have some really good japanese food and watch illuminations and then call it a night and it was just absolutely spectacular and i think we are in all agreements because my answer is also epcot <laughs> i went there more than any other park <laughs> After work, uh, you know, come home from safaris and because it was the middle of the summer, take a quick shower <laughs> and then head out and go to Epcot uh, for all the reasons that you all mentioned. Um, final question on the lightning round, and I, I think this is going to be the most challenging. If you could sum up your college program in one word, and I'm disqualifying the word magical because it is an overused <laughs> word, although it's true. <laughs> what would be the one word you would use besides magical to describe your experience on the Disney college program? And I'm sure you're all like, don't ask me first. So I'm going to ask Chris first. What, um, what would be the one word you would use to sum oh, up the college program? I'm, I'm going to say phantasmic. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasmic for sure. It, uh, I, every aspect of it, even the bad days, you know, there, because everybody has bad days there. Um, and, you know, you just pick yourself up, you brush yourself off, and you get up and you just keep going. And because you just, there's this passion when you work there that, you know, no matter what happens, you're going to succeed. You're going to have a great time and make the best of it. And um, so phantasmic is, is definitely a word I would use to describe my college program. Good choice. Brittany, how about you? Oh, that was such a good answer. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just have to go with kind of my coin phrase, I guess, from this is just 
life-changing. I just, I can't imagine where I'd be without this experience. It just shaped me so much as a person and the friendships that I built, I am certain will last a lifetime. So life-changing is my answer. That's a really good answer too. Beth, what about you? All I can say is it was supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> That's a really good one. I like that. <laughs> a really good one. See, and you guys thought this would be hard. <laughs> those, those are three answers that now I can't even think of my word. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I, I have like five words in mind. But the one I'm going to go with, which I, I mentioned at the beginning, is wild. Because I think that really does sum up the experience of working at Disney's Animal Kingdom and the experience of working at Disney. It is truly, a, in all the good ways, a really wild experience. So, uh, as I said, I mean, this, this is really, in my opinion, such a, a broad topic. And I knew that when I, I talked to my friends, such as the three of you, about uh, working for Disney, we could just talk for hours and hours and hours and hours but it's possible that some folks listening might have fallen asleep because um, we just keep talking about uh I'm, I'm sure they haven't because they they all love disney if they're listening but um i think we definitely need to make this a uh, a multi-part podcast and just break this up into uh, at least two pieces because there again are so many questions i do want to ask but uh for the sake of time i want to keep this uh close to an hour so um in that case i just want to thank the three of you so thank you so much for coming out to the podcast and talking about Disney, about the Disney College program, about the Disney Professional Internship program. And I hope to have the three of you on again in a future podcast episode. Thanks so much, Definitely. Matt. Yeah, okay. thanks for having us on. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Great. With that, we close out episode number eight of the Imagineer podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed hearing all of our stories and thoughts about what it's really like to work for Disney. And as you heard, it is an absolute dream come true. And in fact, if it is something that you are interested in, especially if you are someone who is currently enrolled in a college program anywhere in the United States or even internationally, or if you're someone who's in high school who is thinking about doing the Disney college program when you go to college, I definitely encourage you to apply. You can go to DisneyCollegeProgram.com and they'll have all the requirements listed there. And there are usually uh, many, many internships that you can apply to through the Disney College Program and also through the Disney Professional Internship Program that generally last either over the fall or over the spring semester. And you can also extend that to include the summer as well. And I'm curious to know if any of you listening out there are either current cast members or have participated in the Disney College Program or the Disney Professional Internship Program as well. Be sure to reach out and let us know. If you haven't, 
what's your dream job? You can reach out to us at Imagine Your Podcast on Facebook or Imagine Your Podcast on Instagram. And you can also tweet us at Imagine Your Audio on Twitter. And of course, if you would like to send me a message for me to read on the air, feel free to do so at imagineyourpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to the Imagine Your Podcast. Be sure to share out our podcast on Facebook or on Twitter, whether you're listening on uh, Podbean or on iTunes or on Google Play, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Share it out with your friends, especially those who are interested in all things Disney. And of course, be sure to leave us a rating and a comment in the iTunes store just to let us know how we're doing so far and let us know if you have any ideas for future topics. Again, as always, thank you so much for listening to our podcast and especially with an episode like today. Just remember that if you can dream it, you can do it. 